0: What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. Your host here, Monster Deface, bringing you guys another weekly installment of your favorite Fortnite news and just everything happening in the space. As usual, want to thank you guys for joining in with us, downloading the episode, and uh, keeping tabs on what's going on here. We're, of course, gearing up for what will be the big old FNCS major event, right? And in the lead up, there's a lot happening here. As you can see from the title, we have... Russian players being officially DQ'd, and now we have the full, I guess you can call it, story on what's going to happen with the replacements and whatnot. A bunch of other tournaments happening in uh different game titles, but more importantly, with a company that we got to talk about just a couple episodes ago, and much more as uh, Fortnite has just dropped big balance change today. So stay with us, strap in. We got the usual suspects here on the mic with me it's Panda and SBG. Today, we're going to kick it off with Panda. What's up brother?
1: Hey man, good to be back. Good uh been a good week. Uh today, if you don't know, listen, on my my road to just being a better human being uh worked out for the first time in the home gym today. Uh, uh so uh, that's obviously a piece of the puzzle. SBG helped me out a little bit with motivation, but um between that and the content, everything is just flowing good. You know, I'm trying to to avoid any more Twitter beefs um and and stay uh, uh well I, I f it i don't care about twitter bees listen if, if you don't like my takes expect to debate because i'm gonna be straightforward with you especially if you spread misinformation in the community Boop. i mean
0: if if you want to go the monster route you can always pick one fight a month totally fine just pick and choose your battles you know like basically a seasonal battle against whoever you want uh stand your ground have fun with it but if all your videos are uh, bringing fights, well then, I-, I don't know how to help you, Panda. That's a little too much for me. What, what was the last <laughs> engagement about? What you you called out my oh, boy Boop? Man. What happened?
1: With- <laughs> Dude, I- so first and foremost, before I say anything, I respect a lot of what Boop does for the community. Uh, the hosting of events and scrims and things he does in that nature. Incredible. He's just very very much pro player when it comes to like things and that in turn causes him to say things that aren't necessarily true or, are more misinformation with the intent to, to like, Oh, like here, I'm buddy, buddy with the players. Like, uh, and it causes issues. Right. And he kind of came at me because I, uh, because of my take on the Russian players thing. Um, and it was just literally a tweet. I retweeted Malabuka's response just to clarify. And like, I put another response to somebody about like, it's like, something else and he basically came at me was like yo uh, i'm very disappointed with your response and from there on it just it blew up into something more he told me i didn't have a back (laughs) yeah he didn't he said i didn't have a backbone (laughs) and all this stuff and i was like bro i i I advocate for the players behind the scenes that's effect in, in an effective way i'm not out here tweeting for impressions
0: Right. Right. Yeah. There is a difference. There's definitely a difference. Um, well, that's so, uh that's pandas week. There you go. But so like if you want to said, recap that, look at my Twitter replies. <laughs> yeah. But he, he's on the up and up. Like you said, things are looking positive today. Good. That's all that Great. matters. Um, two SVG boxing videos
1: this week, one, one, uh, fortnight video
2: was you your know.
0: week as eventful as pandas. I might ask.
2: Um, it's been eventful just in a different way. I'm not, <laughs> not out there on Twitter while out. Um, But it's been fun. Uh, I've been busy trying to learn some UEFN, put my first map out there. Uh, Not telling you guys what it is because I'm not super proud of what I've been making yet. It's going to get better. Not saying it's like a bad map or something I shouldn't make. It's just not good, right? You're learning. You're trying to figure it out. So that's what I've been doing. Um, Shout out to Immature Gamer telling me, you know, get your, your stuff together. Learn how to do this. You would be really good at this and figure out. Some good maps to make. Already got a few good ideas. Now I'm just learning how it all works. Heck yeah! Well, talking
0: about maps, the practice server FFA just popped off as well. A little three thousand percent growth today. Um, yeah, you know, wow. I've, I've been I've been making sure practice servers are on top of it. Dropping a little scrim maps, little zone wars, all that good stuff. If you guys are still playing Fortnite competitively, open scrims is the place to be. Lots of cash tournaments coming up because we have a, a whole a whole wave of announcements. Somehow um a bunch of agencies that needed help with promoting their tournaments brought us a lot of tournament cash so yeah we're going to be pumping it up basically in the last couple of days uh hashtag inflation coming to open scrims for probably like a good 30 days we take those uh, but anyways yeah proud proud to hear you doing uh creative stuff definitely once you start getting some real things that you're proud of let us know we'll of course support it but let's start jumping into uh let's jump into the mix here let's get back to you spg we kind of hinted at what all went down. The Russian players being dequeued from the Fortnite LAN tournament. Obviously, Life with Panda had a lot to say on socials, and he got a lot of response for his perspective on this. It just tells us that this is a very heated topic, and there's clearly two sides of the fence, right? If you, for whatever reason, try to come with a perspective that is defending the idea of... There's a business behind this, and there's reasons, uh, maybe a motive as to why you can't involve certain folks, or maybe there's um, these barriers of entry that we can't overcome, or the players aren't able to overcome. You defend that. It does seem like you are going against the entire community at the current time. But Sbg, give me the give me the high level. Which one of our qualified players originally um, that made it through to the FNCS? Are now removed and what's going to happen are we getting
2: replacements are people gonna have to play by themselves where are we so we had a pretty big blow up on social media if you guys didn't see it Uh, a couple of russian players got disqualified they tried to speak with blast epic games figure out what goes on and essentially what it comes down to is they are residents of russia And due to the rules, the sanctions from not only the U.S. government, but like multiple international bodies, you cannot really give money to Russian citizens as a U.S. company. And also there's much more sanctions as far as working with any kind of Russian banks. I I looked into it. It It is very difficult to even try and hire a Russian person or even get them into the country from the EU us a lot of other different countries so that's kind of like base level and then it's also in the rules it is a country as far as epic games is concerned that is not eligible to receive prizing and so what is this prizing well for swizzy and putrick who won the last eu fncs that prizing is two hundred thousand dollars And on top of that, the prizing includes the trip to Global Championships and their eligibility to play in it. So they have been pulled from the FNCS Global Championship, deemed ineligible, period, stop. They tried to have that conversation. Putrick put it all over social media, his emails with the company. And they're like, dude, sorry, I know it stinks. It is what it is. You can't play. And so... What it comes down to is he's a resident of Russia. You can't do that. People are talking about, oh, they paid him out beforehand. It was probably on accident. Like then it's probably like, oh, dude, it was an accident that they paid him out. Then there's other players affected. Um, there is going to be two two other teams that are affected. Uh Nefrizi and Halley. They went through on the last chance qualifier. Now it's going to be Pixie and Cheeton taking their last spot in the lower bracket. The people replacing Swizzy and Putrik in the upper bracket are Giris and Chari and curb was playing with Firehunter. Firehunter Fire, Hunter. Fire Hunter is a Russian resident. He is el- ineligible to play. So curb now has to play by himself. So three teams affected two totally replaced. One is now going to be playing as a solo.
1: So, and, and to extend off this a bit, uh, SBD touched on it uh, a little bit. And it is that, uh, um, and probably the biggest reason a lot of community members are upset is because that Putrick was paid out before for Major 2, and then the day after Major 3 was officially banned um, based off of whatever information Epic had. So this was where this conversation started, and this is where Boop and I's conversation really like took off, right? But to give a little context to this, uh, as a business, obviously, we all mentioned this before. You can't fund the Russian government when they're in a war with someone that the U.S. does not agree with. That is political. It is not business. It's not Epic Games saying, "Oh, I want to, I want to do this because we have a choice." They don't have a choice, right? Number two, the, the argument came out that oh, they moved, they moved places, and their tax—they were trying to say that their tax residency is somewhere else. That's not the case you are a there's no such thing as tax residency you are a resident of of one place you can have dual citizenship but if you are if you're still a russian resident like it doesn't automatically you can't just like oh i'm paying taxes to belize or wherever else right and and all of a sudden now you are free and clear being a russian resident doesn't work that way so uh that was where the big argument came from, and, and a lot of people just kind of didn't understand. Uh and it and it really all sparked from them being paid out of major two. And so they're like, Well, they got paid out of major two, so maybe they thought they were okay, like the like the rules didn't work this time. What it doesn't matter. If you know what the rules are and you got paid out once, you should be grateful that they aren't trying to charge you back for the multiple thousands of dollars that you were charged
0: right right? which which there is a likelihood that they probably now legally want to go ahead and uh redact those payments back because yeah someone's gonna have to answer to that and at the end of the year when epic's legal team starts putting that paperwork together and they see the profile and they have to report that profile bing big red light bulbs are going to be ringing around the epic law offices which they're always on fire. I just got an email uh, recently about um, Epic, unfortunately, having to pay... Was it like $220-something million? For Biggest F- settlement F- ever. Yeah, FTC settlement about uh, basically predatorial interfaces in their video games. This is why they added all these extra layers to how you buy V-Bucks and stuff like that. Super unfortunate. But basically, we can all sign up for that and probably get some money back uh, because we all bought tons of V-Bucks. But my point is... Epic's law team always working around the clock. Uh, they have too much money. Everyone's after it. Uh, it is so unfortunate that this all did come. Like I feel like toppling down at the very last major because they are the champions. That that's what that's the kind of the heartbreaking moment here because just for you all listening, they don't deserve this um, by any means. But agreed. And and the blame is really not to be put on Epic. Yeah, we can totally, I think it's fair to say they made a huge mistake paying them out that second go around. They set a wrong um, narrative, right? Precedent, this uh, atmosphere where the players felt like, oh, it's fine, dude, we just got paid for for that event. And if they got paid, then you know others got paid too, right? These are just a big vocal few that we see. So the payment portal through um, Epic's interface is surely going to have to get revisited now because they're going to end up blocking everyone that's a, that's a Russian citizen, essentially, at this point, and probably shut down all their creator codes, um, not even to hold any back pay or anything like that. So it's, it's going to be pretty tough, and we're going to see a wave of change, I think, coming soon. The,
1: the one thing to add to that is um, a, a lot of the people that were paid, they, they did it by changing information in the system. So it's a different bank. It's not a Russian bank. It was a different address. It was, uh, and that's how it was so kind of circumvented. <laughs> uh, it, fraud. Which I, I didn't want to bring the conversation <laughs> I mean, to, to hey. the forefront of it, but genuinely, it could be considered fraud. Right. Now, obviously, that would require me to get way more information from Pucha. No, to, that. to that's a big team to
0: decide who's, <laughs> yeah, who's playing. To, fraud. to make
1: that final say, it would take a lot more information. That's not for us, right? But, but what is fact is that. If Epic knew in Major Two that they were still considered Russian residents, they would not have been paid out. Plain and simple. Right. And well, so, for the argument of the public to be like, "Oh, well, Epic paid them out once, so they should pay them out again." No. Uh, oh, well, Epic made a big mistake. Why aren't they checking everyone's passports that earn, bro? No, it's an online event. Do you think, like, do you think Epic has the resources to check every single passport uh, of every single earner? in fortnite and you can't just do it for fncs that was another part of the argument that people were making was like oh we'll just do it for every fncs uh finalist and it's like that doesn't work either you have multiple regions uh 100 players each region like they yeah. no one has the resources like no company is just established in a way that has the resources for someone to go out and check all of that
0: well there it just does it, there's there's does a it. business opportunity available grinders out there uh if you have the the legal means and funds to go build a mega conglomerate about proof checking tournament funds sounds like there's a hole in the market uh but uh, what i what i want to get to i don't want to leave this topic behind just yet because there's another side of this um sure we 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 talk about the blame game here for the payment side but there's there it goes a little bit further there's more upset that has kind of bubbled out of this situation because spg you kind of hinted at it some teams have been fragmented and broken apart now And unfortunately, it seems like this is now a blast ruling of sorts that, or maybe it's an epic ruling, maybe it's a blast ruling, I don't know who to blame here, but essentially what the tournament organizers are reporting right now is that there are going to be players expected to show up to the land now that they've lost their teammate due to whether it be visa issues or citizenship issues in the case of these Russian players and have to play by themselves. Why is it that we don't see this opportunity for solo players players that are forced to be solos to invite another guest player to come participate it seems like they've completely blocked that option out um whereas some teams that were completely dropped out they're now inviting full new teams to come in it just seems pretty unfair uh i'll take your uh, i'll get your perspective and takes first on this one because this is probably i would say that the one thing that the community can be pretty upset about or raise questions about
2: Yeah, so this is totally different than what we saw at the Global Championship. We saw a couple of players unable to make it, so therefore they, Epic that is, invited backup players. They were ready for the situation in case this happened. Now, instead of that, this time what they put in the rules was, hey, if your tournament, if the other player is unable to play in the tournament you are going to be required to play by yourself. There is no inviting backup players. This is in the rules. And again, maybe you can say nobody reads the rules, but that's on the people not reading the rules. It, I have a tendency to go through and read these on a regular basis when they're out put out because, you know, there's always one or two things that could be interesting. And even I miss this one. So this was a, a post all this freak out over the Russian uh, players being DQ'd. Someone found this at the bottom of the rule rulebook stating that for globals, you're going to have to play alone, and it doesn't seem like that's going to change.
1: And it looks like that is going to be, um, I, I think, if I had to guess, that it's going to be, from their perspective, competitive integrity, right? The new teams that were brought in were teams that would have otherwise been on the leaderboard in a way, I'm pretty sure um yeah ba- they were the on- team b- right below Bo-
2: the last qualified team on the leaderboard so they would have qualified if it wasn't for the team that essentially Kay. broke the rules yeah
1: so uh, just for comp- uh, competitive integrity sake that is why things are operating the way that they are that is why like uh, backup teams and backup players aren't an option here for this one but i also think this format um allows for this to happen as well because remember When global starts, there's two qualifier days into a finals day, which is the third day, right? So let's say we have 150 or what is it? 75 teams. Yeah, 75 teams. So 150 players in total. Um, And obviously only 100 qualify on, right? Amongst the two days. Let's say 10 teams for whatever reason don't get visas done or whatever case. That won't affect the overall event because there's still enough um, teams to kind of backfill the qualification spots right and i think that's part of the reason epic went in this direction with this format and i also think it's what makes situations like this it's sucky and i wish these russian players could be there and i wish players weren't stuck as solos but it, but these are the things that also make
0: it like wouldn't it, would it be cool if you just take at least allow two of the solos to pair with one another i don't know i just don't Maybe, want well, there's yeah. only yeah. one solos. I, I, I was, was only one say, player there you have it <laughs> if,
1: well, if there was multiple solos having to play by themselves i would say 100 percent put them together they both are in their spot right we,
0: we can see it um, happen we can see it happen yeah. who knows again visa you know conversations are still under play for a lot um i, I know just saw. i had some parents literally dming me like hey i just got xyz's uh, passport uh, i'm so lucky i'm like yeah great Congrats. <laughs> you should have did that sooner, but good job. See you in Copenhagen. Uh, yeah, these are these are true concerns right now. Um happening right now. Well, as always, uh Fortnite doesn't fail to keep it eventful for us. So we'll keep uh keep you guys updated on what all develops between the DQ players, the replacements. But yeah, I, I do think that it's gonna be fine in the end. Yeah, sure, we, we're not gonna replace or invite any new teams. There's plenty of players that are overall still having to get through those final stages before we see who plays for the big cash on the finals day. Finals this go around, just so you guys understand, will be one day of six games. Um, But of course, we have those first two days to get to that finals
2: 100 player lobby. And just to wrap this up before we, we completely switch gears here is players knew this was a rule and they actively tried to avoid it. Both players claimed they were playing for from Belarus or Ukraine or a different country other than Russia, and so they clearly knew that they were not allowed to play in Russia, and while this sucks, the whole situation sucks, I feel mm-hmm. really bad for the players. They knew this was a thing, and there were players that correctly created situations for themselves that allowed them to play like Malabuka who yeah. has gained residency in Serbia and has been playing and competing from Serbia. And now he is not under the same, you know, outlook or spotlight that these other players are because he found a way to compete within the rules within his own situation. So just want to throw that out there as much as it does suck. We can't say that these players were completely flawless. I, I don't Want to say like it's one hundred percent their fault. It it is terrible. It is a lot of money out of their pockets. But at the same time, like we saw players take it—not advantage, but like take action when yeah, this they, ruling came down two, three years ago. And they they have
0: acknowledged the fact that they again knew about these changes. And you know, at the end of the day, it it does come down to um, yeah, not not being. Uh, oblivious to the fact that you're you're at risk right and again we're we're still looking at epic here and saying dude i don't know how you guys paid out <laughs> folks right if if there was a flaw in the system but i think i think panda is spot on folks are changing uh, details on the back end and what can you do right you know all of a sudden you're uh, getting under the um you know w- whatever parameters they have in place so uh, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm sure I'm sure more details are going to come out of that. But you know, again, so Blast is not the only production company under fire here. Just recently, we had E Fuse up on the on the platter as far as uh, us talking about the I don't know what to call it the shambolic situation. We were in shambles as E Fuse announced the Creator League that did not go their way. You guys want to hear more about what all happened with E Fuse and the Creator League and why it went downhill? Um, the TLDR, they were using some blockchain technology on the back end and some creators were not happy about it because they weren't, uh, maybe informed. They felt like they were, uh, either lied to or had some information withheld from them, hence resulting in a whole situation to go down. That was two episodes. Go to September, I believe, 6th. You can find an episode around that time. It's all in the title. Go check it out. But the reason we bring them up is because SVG. They just announced a Nicki Minaj tournament in Call of Duty. Um, Panda, I mean, where where do they come from? Partnering with Nicki Minaj, if it were me, I would have to guess, it probably cost them a lot of money to get Nicki Minaj's name and or likeliness to be used for an event.
1: Okay, so what I'm assuming uh, happened. Right. Cause, uh, just so everyone's aware and I'm fully transparent, like I've worked with eFuza a lot, uh, and I still work with them, uh, alongside Epic with, for the creator, uh, creative series based out of campus corner, which is uh, a whole creative, um, uh, initiative for collegiate, the collegiate space as a whole. Right. So I still work with them on that front. And so we still have that event going on too. What I think, because if you look at from the outside looking in, these are two major dev names that fully are—they have to be fully supporting the event. So like Activision is probably fronting the money to help support skin sales for the Nicki Minaj uh, skin in the game of Call of Duty, and for Epic, obviously it's—it's they've been partnering with them for for a while now on this creative stuff are on this collegiate stuff. So I imagine it's one in the same, which is why we still see some of these events going on, despite a lot of uh, turmoil uh, as, as to what e and and the e platform and everything is. Um, hopefully they get their things corrected and, and we see a positive turnaround from this. But it is definitely interesting to see an announcement like that on the heels of a lot of other things being canceled.
0: Yeah, I think, I do think though, like, like we mentioned, Nicki Minaj being in Call of Duty, there's probably some crazy claws in there that uh, Nicki's team is probably looking back at and like, oh, that's why that was in there. You can throw tournaments as promotional material. Like, so now <laughs> Nicki's all of a sudden tied into esports, probably without her even understanding what the heck's going on. But I'm sure someone's pretty happy to see a uh, what's it called here? I want to go in and scroll down. The graphic looked pretty cool. A Nicki Minaj's Pink Friday. So there you go. It's it's all it's all out there. Twenty five thousand dollars up for grabs. You don't know exactly what the uh, you know the the tournament format or anything's going to be, but if it's anything that we know when it comes down to Call of Duty, it's probably some kind of uh, bracketed kill race, fun, uh, light-hearted yeah. event like that. Um, very interesting stuff though. Like, like Panda just kind of chatted about SPG here. It's coming off of this, this hot situation. They're coming out of the, the hot water pretty much with the, with the creator league. So, you know, sometimes the, the ball just has to keep rolling, man. You know, the, the schedule has been made, uh, laid out. You, you, what what do they say? You lay in the bed you have to make or something like that. You know, the words I got them scrambled, but it's kind of, I think that's the situation right now.
2: Yeah, you made your bed, now you have to lay in it. That's, that's I believe is that like. that's what you're <laughs> looking for. Um, yeah, it. There's no way this happened in the last like few weeks, so this was probably on the books for a while now. And after that whole disaster that was the Creator League, I'm sure they're looking for ways that they could find some more revenue because they likely threw a lot into that Creator League, and they're trying to figure out. Okay, we got to still. Keep stuff going. We can't just fall apart as a company, or at least I would hope that's what their leadership is kind of doing. So, you know, I, I mean, I would expect that people are skeptical of any tournaments they run in the near term. Um, I would be skeptical of doing anything with them at this point without a contract. So I am just kind of you know warning people: Hey, don't don't walk over to E Fuse and expect everything to be all. Nice and pretty. So they have a lot of stuff going on. They laid off a lot of employees. Their whole big push for this league that they tried to go into fell apart. And now uh, now it is what it is. But ultimately, they have to keep the doors open, have to keep running tournaments. And hopefully everything goes better now that they've learned a lesson.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking through the comments and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. $25,000 is a life-changing amount of money for most folks in the gaming space. And more importantly, folks would love to be a part of something more formal and big tournament that has a headline, regardless of the history. Um, their comment section seems pretty fine, honestly. A <laughs> Bunch of people want to play in it. We got vouchers, you know, at the end of the day, money talks. So uh, it seems like there's going to be another one of those situations where they might just be able to fly uh, right under that radar, With uh, minimal reputational damages, um, at least in the, you know, as it pertains to Call of Duty and maybe some of the other spaces. Who knows what it's going to be like in Fortnite, right? We'll just have to see those announcements as they start to come out um, because Fortnite kids are just a special kind of breed and they love to (laughs) remind you of, uh, you know, anything hot that's going on. But uh, big changes have also been released inside of Fortnite. It looks like today, SVG, we had gotten hit with a couple. uh, couple changes to the game how about you take us through some of the new adjustments and what folks can start looking forward to
2: yeah so fortnite status tweeted out a few hours ago we made some balance changes uh the mythic zig chopper's ray gunner charges faster and fires faster tina's bow charges reloads and recharges faster slurp juice drops with less quantity chug wisely so that's a big one um i'll I'll dive into this one before i continue basically every slurp juice that used to drop in twos now drops in one so when you open a combat cache if you were a solo it used to drop you two if you were a duo it used to drop you four now it only drops half of those so one for a solo two for a duo and same thing goes for any else anywhere else you would get those Uh, The rest of these Havoc Suppressed AR has increased damage, faster fire rate. Hopefully that is now a usable weapon because for the longest time, actually ever since that has been put into the game, that is totally useless. The Foundation Mythic MK7, uh, fire rate reduced and slightly less damage. That thing was so broken, so hopefully it's slightly better now. And another big one is the Sticky Grenade Launcher has a slower fire rate, longer reload. And now just like a shotgun, if you pull out one grenade launcher, you have a slight delay before you can shoot and pull out another one because people are just holding two of those things and swapping back and forth, just destroying people with that. So those are the big ones. SMG, uh, the Gunner Stinger SMG does slightly more damage and less recoil, but I still don't think that thing's getting picked up.
1: Yeah, interesting changes. Uh, Of course, obviously, the the Sticky Grenade Launcher and the Slurp Juice, I think, are going to be the biggest ones. I was watching some Havoc Assault Rifle play. Apparently, it feels more like the old Scar, and so that could be a good thing. Now, damage-wise, I don't believe that's necessarily the case. It's more of bloom and and fire rate that make it feel as if it's the old Scar. So it could be interesting um, to see how... Uh, how good it actually is now and if it is viable that's really the the big picture because like spg said the havoc uh, assault rifle has not been viable since it was put in the game like it's one of those things that is just in the loop pool and just kind of cluttering because it just does not get used um so on top of that uh I, I definitely think the slurp juice change was was the biggest one by far huge change going into global uh, but i think it's the right one to make
2: yeah definitely and for the Havoc AR, just one quick thought. Um, it will be useful in like ranked matches and pubs. I will definitely see people picking that up, but you can't beat something with a red dot site when you're trying to hit people for 200 damage at range with a an AR. So in no way do I see that thing getting picked up. At just kind of thinking through high level global championship if we're still playing with the same weapons, it's going to be uh, the red dot.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna throw in there. Um, it's definitely a pretty noticeable change—the the slurp juice adjustments here. But, um, yeah, even you had even Cipher PK coming in. He says slurp juice nerf and balance changes. Fortnite does it again. Always keeping that positive attitude. Um, looking through his comment section to kind of get a feel for what his community felt about it. I'll, I'm actually surprised to see there's like a, a split debate here because some people are not happy about the mk7 changes so you know sometimes all it takes is one thing and all of a sudden the whole entire community is like yeah screw all that you remove the gold pump from the game we hate you right like it's just that one <laughs> little thing to make it look uh look bad but yeah i think the changes are great i think we're gonna see this hold strong um and all the way through to the to the invitational um no doubt or not the Invitational. the global championship it's not invitational anymore you got to earn your spot man this tournament's gonna be sick uh let's talk about a couple last quick hits here before we get out the door um svg you actually found a really awesome nugget hidden within an article about exit you got to break the news to the fortnite space on that one um talked about what exit is up to this is a very a very great org all things considering um they've been they've been doing some pretty good work at least when they were a part of the fortnite space they kind of took a break but it seems like uh, they're thinking about jumping back in what did you what'd you
2: find yeah so that they um hidden within a, a press release it was a press release for XSet announces tryouts for new women's CS:GO team and then like at the bottom it goes oh and we're coming back to Fortnite it's like <laughs> what um so let me just read a quote real quick this is from Jacob he says, Fortnite holds a special place in my heart. It epitomizes the creativity that sets X set apart. The game and its creators are incredibly versatile, offering numerous opportunities to infuse creativity into both gameplay and content creation. He teased without revealing too much. Get ready for some major announcements, and he's talking about Fortnite. Jacob is Jacob PR. If you guys don't know, he's one of the main casters for Fortnite. You should see him at Globals talking about the game with our boy Monster over here, and um, he's also the head of esports at Xset, so it's interesting to hear him kind of share this news. And I'm excited to see who they decide to pick up because Globals is about three weeks away. And I would hope they take advantage of that if they're going with a competitive player. You know what's
1: crazy is we're all friends with Jacob. The man ain't telling none of us that he's coming into Fortnite. I see you, Jacob. You know what? I hope you hear this well you, uh, you don't tell uh your boys.
0: Talk, talk for yourself i
1: that's crazy may, or may not have heard wow <laughs> jacob
0: like oh it, man it is what it is i see uh, shout out shout out to my guys over at Set, especially jacob dude jacob's done some great work not even just uh in the fortnite space he was equally a part of i think helping them find like the greatest apex roster by the way so uh, a lot of XX uh x sets success all due to uh, some great talent scouting from our guy Jacob. So, Jacob, keep up the good work. Um, anything else before we wrap up this pretty short episode? I mean, what what, what we got that's that's happening in this space? Uh, I, I think we got a little curveball for the community, uh, talking about names that we know from the talent broadcast. Panda, how about you uh how about you break this last little little bit of news that we got for the people at home?
1: Hey. Mr. ReSub, congratulations officially from the Fortnite podcast on your duo cash cup finals qualification. You earned it, buddy. I watched that video and and you were carrying rest guard from the beginning. <laughs> Don't let anybody ever tell you otherwise. Congratulations, man. Uh but get your boy boobin check.
0: Yo, uh, no. SVG, <laughs> uh, give us give us the high level, man. What what all happened? Reeshub, I would say, is probably the yeah, the most recent of anyone in the in the talent sphere to go ahead and and break an accolade of earning cash in in twenty twenty three at least
2: for my knowledge, um, this is pretty cool. Yeah, so he didn't earn in the duo cash cup. He earned in a different cup. I'm just gonna clarify that. <laughs> uh, still impressive nonetheless. It was uh, a trio cup with creators and pros, kind of kind of combination of all of them and. They did well, Boop did well, D- Destiny Jesus did well, so a lot of, like, lesser, not lesser known, play people known less for their ability and more for their content have now started to show up, and one of the impressive things is Reese played with Ref's Guard. shout out to Ref's Guard for putting the team on his back, well, we saw those damage numbers from Kinch, I, I, we're not hiding anything there. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but... At the same time, there's kind of become this trend of people like uh, jive In and Ken Beans and other large creators. Fact City, I think, kind of like popularized this of paying professional players to play with you and then you make a YouTube video out of it. And honestly, a lot of these guys have actually gotten really good at the game to the point where like, I don't think they're that far off being able to do this with not a top-level pro player. I mean, Jiven was the first i believe to have earnings in a duo cash cup out of all these people we kind of just mentioned and that was with uh i believe it's revised or reciprocal i get this wrong all the time hold on i'll I'll figure this out you guys just give them their praise
0: yeah no for sure dude shout out to uh <clears throat> shout out to jive and shout out to Reese Hub, destiny jesus uh Anyone who is a content creator, my guy, rody Bros, right? Like, pairing up with pro players, we've really seen this kind of become an uptrend. Um, first, or at first, it was big pro players like Chap picking up underground players like AV, right? So, it's just like, hey, man, this guy's kind of talented. Let's see what he has. Now, it's kind of the other way around where it's like big-time creators like, okay, can I find... Maybe an underground crack player, or just like someone who's like legitimately nice at the game. And how far can we take it? To your point, though, yeah, I think, I think they're underselling how good they are. They are just good enough to absolutely keep up and hold their own. And with that pro player's edge, I mean, you see what's happening. They're they're actually catching a little bit of steam. Pretty sick.
2: So that was reciprocal that earned with Jiven. We still like you. Shout out reciprocal. Yeah, revised revived
0: still <laughs> uh, Yeah, no, really, really cool stuff, guys. That's, that's pretty much all we had to report to y'all. We wanted to give some some credit, some shout-outs to our, to our good friend, Reese Hub, who, um, who, yeah, he's just making awesome content. Go check out what he's doing on YouTube. He's really cracked the code. The man is going crazy. And let's not forget, not too long ago, we're talking about him quitting our entire ecosystem, but he did return very sneakily, I may add. And now he's uh he's crushing it like never before so all those learnings all that experience he's brought on back well with that we're gonna go ahead and start wrapping up panda my guy let me know and let the people know at home where they can find you throughout the week and what you are up to my friend
1: you already know twitter slash x life w panda <laughs> that's where <laughs> to find x. me uh put all my content on there it's also posted on youtube as well but you can find it all in one location there on x uh and of course if you're listening boop you you are all about impressions i listen i respect a lot of what you do box me i'm throwing gloves oh down i hope gosh. you're at global i hope you're global it was the fortnite guy now it's boop <laughs> boop You boop. and I your want, four i want you looking... to
0: know sbg and i we did not plan any of this this is just it's all natural he just came up with that idea that's hilarious we'll set it up for the uh for globals uh uh SVG, let us know. Uh let the people at home know where they can find you, man. Bro,
2: what just happened? Like Pando always be calling people out. He was just uh, box.
1: Uh bro, man, listen, give me a reason.
2: Uh, all right, all right. Um I'm not boxing you. I'm not your reason. Um, you guys can find me somebody's gone on Twitter. Uh also been working on some maps and uh brought back the fn story podcast as well that is on all platforms as well as started posting that on x2 if you guys want that have some really cool guests did not expect uh some of these people to say yes so hopefully they show up and it'll be fun and you guys will get to hear about it heck yeah well
0: guys uh as always you can send all your complaints to me at the fortnite podcast at gmail.com i'll be seeing you sometime soon uh until next time, don't forget to dance out those kills and boast in those victorials. Peace, y'all.